eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Hey, welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. I want to talk a little bit of baseball today. I don't ordinarily thrust myself into um, media beef that I haven't started or that I'm involved in. I don't like to do it. I don't think it helps anyone. Um, but when I do see something that I think is wrong, when it comes to media brethren, I, I like to speak on it a little bit. And this has to do with Yoan Moncada. And Yoan Moncada, if you didn't know, Yoan Moncada tied for 21st in MVP voting in the American League. And you were like, wait, what? How did that happen? Well, it happened because... Moncada had a great year, which I'll get into. The media beef uh, side of it is like this. I don't want to make this sound like a uh, a boomer versus millennial type situation, even though it seems to be what it's coming down to. But John Heyman and Phil Rogers kind of went on the record last week when they were talking about how the MVP voting in the American League went down. And they... Phil more than John, but they accused James Fagan, who covers the White Sox, of homerism because he voted for 10th place for Yoan Moncada to be in the MVP discussion. If you watched Moncada this year, you know that that's not crazy. James isn't saying that he deserved to be MVP. He rightly gave him a vote as near top 10 player position player in the league you want to go through Moncada's numbers of course you do I do too because he had a phenomenal year Moncada this year hit 315 with an on base of 367 and a slugging percentage of 548 that leaves him with an OPS of 915 league average uh, OPS is what about 755 ish somewhere around there 915, that's elite player status. OPS plus for him was 141. He was a 4.6 war player. That that definitely puts him in the conversation. And if you look at the way the votes went, 
I'm looking at the American League votes right now. There are players that are ahead of Moncada in the American League MVP voting that, quite honestly, he was better than in 2019. And one of them is his own teammate. Jose Abreu got a 7th place vote and a 10th place vote and finished 19th in the American League MVP voting. And I'm guessing that part of the reason that he did, and Abreu had a really solid year, is because he led the league in RBIs, which is a stat that is in some dispute on how important it is because it is affected by your teammates and the players that are on base ahead of you when you get up in the air. But if you look at some of the other names that are in front of Moncada, even Francisco Lindor, who finished 15th, he plays a harder position, but his numbers are better than Francisco Lindor. His numbers are better than Glaber Torres, who finished ahead of him. His numbers are better than Max Kepler, who finished ahead of him. What bugs me, and I, I know that I, I guess I'm kind of playing into this myself by even doing this podcast, is James isn't one of these dudes. Like, I've had James on. I, I like James. I like the way that he covers the White Sox. I think that in the same way uh, Sahadev Sharma does a great job of incorporating um, the, the objective and the subjective in his reporting on the Cubs, I think James does the the equivalent of that when covering the White Sox. James is now here with the pom-poms. Like, he's not one of those dudes. And I feel like that, that that accusation by those reporters, it it reeks of get off my lawn. It just reeks of it. Because there's statistical foundation for putting Moncada on the ballot. And again, he didn't give him a first place vote. He gave him a 10th place vote. When you look at the White Sox and look at at the season that Moncada had, because they were a team that, you know, it was sitting on 70 wins, was hovering in the, the, the top of the pack of bad teams in the American League, it's easy to ignore the type of season that he had, but he had a tremendous season. He played great this year and and he deserved he deserved to be in this conversation. I had a, a long conversation a long time ago with Joe Cowley, who is my guest this week on House of L, although even if, go check out that episode. It's really good. Um, just search House of L and you'll find it. But we had a long talk a long time ago about the Hall of Fame. And I'll, I'll never forget what he said about it. He said, it's a museum. Like, who cares? And I've now kind of fallen into that when it comes to some of this stuff that, that's surrounded by it. Baseball is a victim of its history and nostalgia sometimes. And I think that the game needs some changing faces when it comes to the coverage of the game. And that's why I'm glad that guys like Sahadev and, and James are out here changing the way that, that the game is covered and giving it what I think is valuable perspective in a situation like this. It's an MVP vote and it wasn't to win the award. 
it is a recognition of the season that a guy had. And it's not even like you're just giving him credit from moving from the 2018 season to the 2019 season. I mean, that alone is pretty great. When you go from 217 strikeouts in 2018 and 154 in 2019, when you're on base plus slugging, it goes from 714 to 915. That's market improvement. But even if we're talking about just his numbers versus the field, versus the field in 2019, you're damn right, Yoan Moncada belongs. He he deserves what whatever it it means to him to have his name listed. And I'm looking at his baseball reference page right now. And in the award section, it says MVP 21. If that means something to Yoan Moncada, great. But it's, I don't think that the idea that kind of what they were intimating Heyman and Rogers is like Fagan threw his vote away and didn't take it seriously. I guarantee you that while he may joke about it on Twitter and he's got kind of a, of a dry wit, I guarantee you that he took his vote extremely seriously. And if you weren't looking at Moncada as someone who deserved to be on the list with players whose his numbers are better than, then I would ask you, did you take your vote seriously? Or did you dismiss out of hand the idea that Moncada could be a part of the MVP conversation because his team was bad? And and if that's the only criteria, if if we are now saying, because I, I would have to go back and look, but I bet you Phil Rogers voted for Andre Dawson to win MVP when he was covering the Cubs. And you know what? Hawk deserved it. The idea that, that Moncada doesn't shows a, a lack of understanding of what the game is and what it's turning into. And I... I welcome you challenging my bias. I'm okay with that. Like, I am a White Sox fan. But I just feel like this is, to me, this is silly. Like, it's silly to for them to chastise James. And maybe it's silly for me to chastise them. Um, I, 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 I'm open to that, to, for it to be silly. But I'm looking at a guy who had a season-worthy of us taking a closer look at what his numbers look like and just go look, go look at his number. Like I'll go just Google 2019 MVP vote totals. And you'll see that there are a lot of players whose numbers aren't better than Moncada that got higher, higher uh, in, in the final votes. And it just seems to me really silly that, a journalist who I I personally believe uh, works really hard to not bring bias to his work, even though it's hard for all of us to, to get rid of our, our biases, is um, I think it's unfair. Like, I'll give you another example from the list. Austin Meadows finished 14th, so seven spots ahead of Moncada. Their numbers are almost identical. Meadows, 291, 364, 558, 
for an OPS of 922 and an OPS plus of 143. He was a 3.8 war player. Moncada was a 4.6 war player. So Moncada has a better batting average and a little bit better on base and is a little bit less in slugging, but their numbers are almost identical. All right, I end rant. I just wanted to say that I don't even know if you've seen any of this stuff, but I sometimes I I wish that the old guard that feels like they need to police the game, and by the game I mean the game of journalism, would not feel so emboldened to blast someone without actually doing the research. Like part of the gig of journalism is to do the research. And if they had spent any time around James or any real time looking at what Yoan Moncada accomplished in 2019, I don't know why they would feel so comfortable blasting a, a member of the media for a vote that is completely justified. So I appreciate you listening. Shout out to James. Keep doing great work. I appreciate you listening. The House of L podcast with Joe Cowley is up. Go check it out. It's a good listen. It's a lot of fun. Um, And we had a great time doing it. So you'll learn something too about the way journalism is done. Because there's a, a very long and wide spectrum on how to do the job. And Joe's really good at at holding down one edge of it. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.